0: Hi there, my name is Josh and welcome to my podcast. I believe that anything worth doing is worth doing God's way. And at this podcast, we're going to learn how simply and practically we can apply God's ways to our everyday life. So this is the thing with uh, women and leadership especially Christian women is the fact that we often downplay ourselves to an extent that we do not believe that we can be women of power in terms of our Christianity and also be powerhouses when it comes to being a mother, when it comes to being a sister, but most importantly in the marketplace. This is something that I learned the hard way because often I downplayed myself, especially in the presence of my counterparts, my male counterparts, I have constantly felt that I cannot balance my Christianity, my faith in God with my skill sets, with my CV. I have to do either one or the other. And that's not right. When we look at The lives of Christian women, most of us are often more inclined to, you know, being the mom and being the nurturer and so on and so forth, that we let go of the dreams and goals of being powerhouses in the marketplace. And this shouldn't be like that. We've been conditioned to believe that the essence of a woman in life, in Christianity, is to... You know just be the helper which is part of our destiny but it's not the only thing that we're supposed to do in proverbs 31 a lot of people are conditioned to think that oh she's a good woman a woman of valor is the one that sits down obeys and so on and so forth however we ignore a lot the part that says she wakes up in the morning she brings bread to the house she goes she's working in the field and she's bringing food on the table that even her husband and her children call her blessed And often we ignore this aspect because we want to take that which favors us, especially with men. And I'm going to call out a few men, especially with men. You're looking for a woman of valor, but you want her to just sit down. And there's one verse that men like using, especially our Christian men. They like using the verse of submit. Yeah, they love that verse. They really, really love that verse. Submit to me. You need to submit to me. You need to submit to me. But they forget a woman of valor is also a hardworking woman. Often I've heard the aspect of, you know, she shouldn't go out and work. She shouldn't go out and do her thing. She shouldn't go out and so on and so forth. She has to be a housewife. She has to take care of the kids. She has to make food for me. That's not it. Women in the Bible were very, very powerful, but we try as much as possible to ignore these parts of the Bible. One great woman was Deborah. And the story of Deborah really, really inspires me a lot. And it's shows that women can also be not only first of something, but also the only something. So she was the only female judge and she was the very first female judge during the time of the Israelites. And she was a military leader. Now get this. I started out by saying that you don't only have to be one or the other. She was a prophetess, powerful woman of God, but she was also a military leader. Do you fathom what it takes to be a military leader? it is the highest rank in the military. Imagine she's standing there and not only is she a prophetess, but she's leading men in war. The one area of manhood that we're told, you know, women can't go to war and so on and so forth. Being a military leader also requires you to be a soldier. You need to have trained as a soldier as well, meaning that she had gone through these processes and now stood out to being a military leader that is no small fit that is no small fit so when we're told that we cannot be ceos we cannot be and when we downplay ourselves to think that we cannot aim for the highest think back to deborah As a Christian woman, you can be a prophetess. Being a prophetess is no small fit. You're seeing, you're hearing God directly, not only for your own matters, but the matters of others as well. You're understanding the voice of the Lord in a different dimension. This is to show that you can attain huge success in being a follower of Christ. And you can also attain huge success in the marketplace. This is one of the things that I have recently gotten to understand that I do not need to give up my Christianity or my pursuit in ministry ministry for my pursuit in in career or give up my pursuit in career for my pursuit in ministry it's very very important to understand as a woman and a woman in leadership as well again we go back to Deborah a woman who led the Israelites to winning she wasn't only a military leader in the sense that she had a name to her She led the Israelites to win the war. Christianity should not be a barrier towards the things of the world. We've been given dominion towards the things of the world. And if anything, we're the ones who are supposed to be in the highest of places. When people talk about governance, when people talk about media, when people talk about music, when they talk about, there are seven areas of dominance in the world. And this is to question why women and Christian women at that do not aim high to be able to get into these places of influence. So this one day we were called to go to the then the current president of Kenya is, is his excellency, President William Ruto. And at that time, he was a DP. Right. And we were called to do a diaspora um, event. And I was there as a guest. Uh, the individual who was supposed to speak, uh, and represent the youth was not able to make it. So I was like, okay, I can take it. Uh, we then, you know how time works in Kenya. There's no hurry in Africa. So things are supposed to be canceled off. And then also now we get there and things are just, you know, the team on ground. I don't know what happened, but now being the person that I am, I like order I love order. So, what do I do? I now turn from guests to hosts. <laughs> Let me tell you, Dishes of the City will take you to DP's residence, move over protocol, and now become a host when you're a guest. I took responsibility for so many things. And Kimberlembele told me go and start organizing everything. <laughs> everything so i was even given clearance to enter dp's house and given clearance and they were like no 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 leave that one she's tough i'm like so i was organizing seating arrangements trying to figure out you know how everything is gonna run smoothly and so on and so forth with my little knowledge of project management and Organization, um, I started now putting things into place, and of course, we now organized every department and so on and so forth and helped structure everything. So, you know, that point where everybody's like, Go ask, go ask, go ask, eh, well, what is happening, go ask, so it became like that. And then I wasn't meant to speak, uh, but then I was told 10 minutes before I was supposed to speak, Okay, you need to go up, we have time for you to go up because the youth need to be represented. I okay. hear. um, first and foremost the whole morning I haven't sat down walking around in my very lovely dress because I was a guest I was dressed to kill but then I had to change into flip flops because I was moving around but then and you know (laughs) this is not just anybody's residence (laughs) this is the deepest residence you're just walking in and out of the house it's like I think I even met him coming out and then he was like oh hi I'm like wait a minute I'm a guest (laughs) but then now it got to a point where I was supposed to speak for some reason in the back I was I was doing everything in the back and then I was put in the front row front row I'm not telling not front second row I was in the front row seats DP is on this side front row I'm on this side front row we are all looking at each other we are ministers and ministers. we're looking at each other and I'm thinking what so I go up and speak I still have a video of that day I go up and speak And again, it takes really courage to speak in front of such dignitaries when you have not prepared a thing. You have 10 minutes and you're like, okay, okay. TP is just there. This is a candidate for presidency. One of the top candidates. You're like, oh, whoo. So I said a short prayer. I told God take over. You... You know my heart. You know where we need to go with young people. You know what we need to say so that we can be heard. So take over. I went up on the stage, spoke, and I got down on the stage. And this is to tell you how silly I am. I got down on the stage and then I walked back to my seat. And then I was called back. DP said my name. I was like, come back. And then I went back, and then he gave me his hand, and he shook my hand. So I didn't know that was protocol. I didn't even realize that was supposed to happen or anything like that. Maybe I was just minding my business. I'm, I'm so overwhelmed, tired, I'm shocked. I am. There's so there's so many emotions going on, and I was like, did I do good? I was not prepared because I truly believe in proper preparation prepares uh, prevents. Sorry performance. I really believe in that. So in my head, I'm thinking, did I do well? So my haste is to go down and go back to my seat. But no, I can come back, come back, come back. And then he shook my hand and he said, "Thank you so much." And I'm like, for what? <laughs> for, for what? Um, Grace. I cannot tell you how I even got there. I. It was. And nothing happens by chance. I was about to say it was by chance. It was not by chance. Nothing happens by chance. Everything works together for good for those who love the Lord. And for there to be a person who says they can't make it, for me to... And and you see, the report was now the work that I had also done. Boaz does not only represent a partner um, in terms of intimacy. Boaz also represents grace in terms of People who will come into your life and people who will notice you and give you opportunities or place you in places where your name shines. See, the thing about being a Christian is that we're the salt and the light of the world. If there's anything that needs to be there, is that people need to see the grace that shines through you. People don't need to see my age, people don't need to see my gender, my. my color or anything like that people need to see the lights that cannot be hidden and that is one thing that i definitely can take pride in it was not because i am smart more than other people there are people who are 100 times smarter than i am it was not because i looked better than other people there are people who looked better than me It is not because of anything like that but it was grace because God spoke through me and not only that but the work that I did and the efforts that I made really accentuated the platform for me to be able to stand there and and speak. Had I not taken that initiative I would not have such significant relevance and that is where I go back to putting in the work. Being the small knowledge that I had in terms of organizing and management and so on and so forth you're not given over 300 400 people and you don't know anybody you're just there as a guest and then now you're told stand up you're not supposed to sit down and let chaos rule that is the thing about us as christians you don't sit down somewhere and let things go ay you are supposed to be the salt and the light of the world you're supposed to bring flavor you're supposed to bring light and bring goodness that people can be able to notice there's a difference about this person. People can be able to say there's something different about this person. People can be able to be attracted. This is what happened to Deborah. She. It takes audacious audacity to lead men in war it takes audacious audacity to stand before men give orders as a woman who's living in a century where women are not and this is one of the things we always say that we are we're victims We, we like to play the victim but Deborah did not see that she's in a situation where she's surrounded by men who could even be more powerful than her she had audacious audacity to say you know what we need the israelites to win the war therefore i will stand up and i will go and give instructions do you even know what it takes to give instructions to our oh, whole army, an army of men, and they listen to you. They hear your instructions. It takes audacious audacity. And that's one of the things, if you do not take anything from today, take that. You need audacious audacity to knock on doors that people have said, these are not For you i have been told i am too young i've been told i'm a woman i've been told i'm black i've been told so many things and these are things that women hear a lot however the perspective of a woman who already has prayer backing her up and that of one who doesn't those are two very different things and when you understand this then you understand that you have a fuel it's like In a tongue of V power, (laughs) you have fuel that is very special and can push you through, but you need to activate it. It doesn't come just by, oh, I'm a Christian woman and things will happen. You have to activate both aspects activate your work aspect, your hard work inside, and your prayer aspect. These two combined, oh my god, I can tell you as a living proof of the fact that great grace and great oil has been put on me, not because I'm any special, not because I have anything. If we take even who I am, strip God off of me, strip Christ off of me and take me as a person. I'm just but a young girl who does not know anything, but carries a God that is so great that with my small, small audacity, and my small, small courage, put on the wisdom of God, the fear of God, and the power of prayer, I have been able to do exceedingly abundantly more than I can imagine because of how God has exceedingly and abundantly blessed me. So many things and so many doors have been opened unto me. Audacious audacity. I call it audacious audacity because you do not play with a woman who knows how to kneel before God and stand before men. Now, there's somebody who remembers my name. I came back to Kenya and someone was like, you're that girl. Uh, you're that girl. I met you at this place. There's even another one. I was seated at a restaurant. And then somebody came up to me and said, Hey, I remember you from, from deepest residence. And you think greatness in me is water abides. And sometimes even obedience. Your kerere is not because it's me. It's audacious audacity. Kerere, <laughs> it's from God telling you, do your part. Do your part. And when you obey, because I would have said, Who am I to stand in this presence? I am not known here. I shouldn't, you know, or even ask questions. I was given the chief of security to help me. She said, anyone at the gate, confirm with her, confirm with this person. Chief of security, you're like, "Hey, chief of staff was helping me handle everybody else and tell them this is going here, this is going there, this is going there. You become a coordinator now. And I'm like, wow, I am undeserving, so undeserving, but God... Greater is he that liveth in me than he that liveth in the world. And that's just it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode all the way to the very end. I'm very grateful for your time. If this touched you in any way, please feel free to share it with a friend. And if you'd like to take it a step further and contribute to this channel, you can look at the description that is in the bio to see different ways on how you can do so. See you next week. God bless.